Hello, welcome to today's immigration tidbit. Okay, you left that comment in response to uh, a video I did regarding family petitions and how long they take. Uh, and your response is that this is how broken the system is. That's not really accurate, if that's if that's what you're referring to. Um, the The immigration law of the United States um, has passed through Congress um, signed by the president long time ago um, allows a certain number of people per year into the United States under different categories and the reality is is there has to be some type of control as to the amount of people allowed in because if not especially with the U.S., there would just be way too many that would come in uh, under categories that are not categorized as, you know, uh, immediate relative type petitions. And it would uh, defeat the purpose of having all the preference uh, of immigration and all the different types of categories that people would come other. Otherwise, you know, it would just be anybody can come in whenever they want, however they want, no problem. And that's an issue, okay? So, for example, uh, they have what's called immediate relative petitions. And those are always available. Those never take 10 years. Because those are determined under the law to be the most important to keep family unity, so immediate relative petitions, there's there's no visa numbers, there's no waiting. I mean, it's, it's basically just processing. There's a difference, uh, but no actual visa waiting. Um, and those would be, for example, a U.S. citizen petitioning a son or daughter or child under uh, 21 who's single. Okay, they're always available. Or a U.S. citizen who's over 21 petitioning his or her mother or father, those are always available, or a spouse of a U.S. citizen. Okay, those three categories, they're always available, no preferences, not going to wait 11 years or you know anywhere near that. But if you don't fall under the immediate relative category, you're going to fall under the preference categories. Uh, this is for family-based immigration. And there's four family-based categories. Uh, the higher the number, the less the preference. So, for example, first preference would be single sons or daughters of U.S. citizens. And that's over 21. Um, that's first preference. So, next to immediate relatives, first preference gives the highest preference uh, to try to get here. So, if you look at the visa bulletin, the number of years that one has to wait for first preference is quite a bit less, and I'll just jump right down to fourth preference, is quite a bit less than the amount they'd have to wait for fourth preference. Why? Well, fourth preference is sibling petitions. U.S. citizen over 21 petitions his or her brother or sister. The reason is, is because the law has determined, through Congress, that it is less important to try to get siblings together than it is a grown son or daughter of a U.S. citizen. And and that seems clear. That seems obvious, right? Um, I mean, I, I would agree with that. 
And so you have sibling petitions that honestly make 11 years look short. You have sibling petitions from different countries that could take up to 25 years. Okay? Like take, for example, the Philippines. That has one of the highest immigration rates in the world. And there are literally people, I mean, believe it or not, there are literally people who wait near a quarter of a century to be able to come here on a family-based fourth preference petition. That doesn't mean that the system's broken. No. What that means is that that country that that person's coming from and the preference that they have been petitioned is the least preference given by the United States in the highest immigrating country around the world. So, unfortunately, it's a set of circumstances that lead to the weight that you have to do in order for the petition to become current. So, rather than saying how broken the system is, you should look for other ways. Now, everything we've spoken about here deals with family-based immigration, but there is a whole world of employment-based immigration. Okay? And if this person who's waiting all this time could get a, a an employer to sponsor him or her, it could take far less time. You know, for example, the the what I just gave in the Philippines example, the 25-year wait. Let's say that person's educated, has a college degree, you know, let's just say in business, whatever, and has a company in the U.S. to sponsor them. They could go through an employment-based visa for the green card and be here in probably four years, not 25 years. Okay, so that's a matter of knowing the system in order to use the laws to get here much quicker. There's also a whole world of non-immigrant visas. Now, when someone's waiting, let's just say family-based petition, you know what you're saying, they can come here on a variety of non-immigrant visas while still waiting. Let's say they have they come from a treaty country and they have enough money to start their own business. They can come on an E2 or they can get petitioned if they have the necessary qualifications for an H-1B or an O-1 if they have a lot of work experience. There's a whole world of possibilities for someone to get here sooner than just waiting for a preference family-based petition that is low preference at a high immigrating country. Okay? All right. Short Cast Club.